Hey friends, and welcome to You Deserve to Love Your Job with me, Arlene Pace Green. My goal is to help you identify and achieve your greatest aspirations and have a lot of fun along the way. I'm so glad you've joined me on this journey. Let's go. I am so excited to let you know that the You Deserve to Love Your Job book is available. It's in paperback and Kindle. I wrote the book for anyone who is looking for more purpose, more meaning, and more joy in your work and life. Filled with examples, quizzes, and experiences from real people, including me, and the book lays out a roadmap to help you clarify your purpose and create an action plan to achieve it. Go get it. It's available on Amazon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, you're in for a treat. This is part two of the conversation I have with my dear friend, D Maddox of DMX Consulting. And today we get into a topic that I have talked about with so many of my clients, networking, or as D calls it, relationship building. And I named this episode Networking Made Easy because you'll hear that D gives us very simple ways of thinking about networking and doing it in a way that will make it easier for us, including anyone who cringes every time you hear me say, networking. (laughs) This episode is linked to chapter seven of my book called Make Change. And in that chapter, I talk about how you may have to, and I've had to expand the people we interact with, build relationships with different people to achieve the career, business, or even life goals that we're called to. And I'm excited for this conversation also because the research tells us that networking and your network specifically have significant impacts on your career and your business and actually your life as well, your career, your business, and your life. And there's a lot of survey research in this area, but I'll just share a few stats. According to HubSpot, 85% of jobs are filled through networking. According to CNBC, 70% of jobs are never published publicly. The jobs are either posted internally or created specifically for candidates that recruiters meet through the networking process. And according to LinkedIn, 70% of professionals hired in the year they did this study already had a connection at that company. Um, The LinkedIn study also showed that 35% of participants had found new opportunities, gotten new business deals, landed new roles via casual messaging on the platform. So this isn't even in person. This is just making online connections with people through their platform. And indeed, socializing online is one of the new key aspects of maintaining your network. So just a simple conversation here and there, they say boost your chances of getting leads or offers for new opportunities by more than 50%. Um, And one last stat I thought was interesting, for small business owners, after bars and restaurants, the favorite places to network are either the gym and airplanes. And I was thinking about airplanes makes sense because you have a very captive audience on an airplane or in the airport. So there's a lot of research demonstrating that networking is vital to our career, business, life success, and certainly our own experiences would bear that out as well. You know, I met my husband networking per se, and I also think about just the different jobs or blessed opportunities that I've received, and I'm sure it's the same for you. And if you think about those opportunities, how many of those came because you either knew the person, the person knew you or something about you, or they knew someone who knew you. And for me, I can remember that being true for all, but you know, really one job, there's one job that God just supernaturally gave me. He gave me all of them, but one, he gave me in a supernatural way. 
But even back to my internship, I remember my internship manager telling me after I'd been hired that they knew one of my professors or someone I'd worked with before, and they'd called that person to get their feedback before extending me the offer, which I never even knew before I got the offer. And in my life today, several of the clients I currently have and have had were referrals from people I've either worked with in the past, people I'd hired on my teams, people I'd worked for. And some of the special opportunities I've received that are outside of roles or clients, like speaking opportunities or opportunities to lead different things in the community, also came from being in relationship with lots of different people. And even my friend Dee, who's joined the podcast today to talk about this topic, I met her baby, who's one of my daughter's best friends in a hair salon. And then we all bumped into each other again, me and Dee and our girls in a pay less and started building a relationship from there. So building a broad set of relationships has absolutely been essential to the growth of my business, but, and it's also been one of the best blessings and greatest joys in my life. So networking is not only essential, it actually can be enjoyable. So this is part two of my conversation with Dee. Dee Maddox is the founder of DMX Consulting, which specializes in performance management. Her core belief, and you hear this from her when you talk to her, get to know her, is that demanding excellence in everything leads to success. And so if you haven't listened to the goal setting episode that was just before this one, go do that right after this episode. It really is so good and challenges us in all the right ways. But Dee is a skilled trainer, a popular public speaker, a published author, a regular podcast guest, and let me add, as I always do, a phenomenal friend. So listen into this episode for some great ideas. Really think about in what ways um, you need and want to expand your, sometimes I call it your people set, the people that you're in relationship with and use those ideas and put them into practice and let me know how you do. So thank you all so much for joining and enjoy. You have probably one of the strongest networks of anyone I know. I feel like, I was just thinking about this, you know, I just did some rebranding of the podcast. And so I used a different photographer. I used a different makeup artist and both of those people I got from you. (laughs) I was like, one, we were at lunch one day and you introduced me to one you kind of shared. I think I reached out to you. was like, Hey, who do you use? But I got both those people from you and you just have a phenomenal network. So I'm just, and that's an area I think a lot of people struggle with. I don't know for a lot of people, networking feels like schmoozing or I, I don't know. It has a it can have kind of a negative connotation to it. So I'm just curious, like, what's your approach to networking? Um, Yeah, what's your approach to networking? Because you seem to do this really well. So I don't know that I actually was calling it networking, but Mm -hmm. we know that in business and in life that everything is relationship-based. Yeah. So we put this term on to categorize relationships or connections, and we're calling it networking. So the, the net part of it, like, you know, a net is woven together and if it's woven together, then it's going to be stronger and there is some work involved. But I think it's these touch points that we make personally and professionally that can lead to meaningful relationships or that can lead to relationships that help us accomplish something that we're trying to do. Now, if you're an introvert and you don't draw energy from people, then networking might not be your thing. But if you're an extrovert, like I actually am, and I draw energy from people, what may seem easy is more intentional that I'm trying to draw energy from these new people that I'm connecting Mm -hmm. to, because I am an extrovert, and I do enjoy connecting. But from a professional perspective, 
I don't mind making the initial step just to say very humanly hello to see where it goes. Now, if that hello is hello back or it's a nod or grunt, then I'm going to take the cue that perhaps this person is not interested in connection. Uh-huh. So I view it like we don't want to take on the energy of someone, especially not negative energy, but we definitely want to be mindful of the response if you initiate the connection. So mm-hmm. Dallas HR is, uh, you know, the HR networking group for yeah. professionals. So you join and they have educational events, they have networking events, they have community service opportunities. If I'm at an event with other like-minded HR professionals, I think that you're in that room for a reason and making that connection, their their mantra, learn, network, grow. I think he must be here to network. So at a minimum, I'm going to introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Now, if I introduce myself and you say, you know, how, hi, Arlene, I'm Dee. And you say, oh, well, what do you do? Who do you do it for? Why don't we exchange numbers? Let's get lunch sometime. Or in pandemic, when there were breakout rooms, let's say, let's go into breakout rooms and you're in the breakout room, everybody introduce themselves. If there was someone interesting, I might be sending them a chat. Hi, I do what you do. Why don't we connect? Here's my mm-hmm. number. Let's, let's connect offline. So mm-hmm. you have to be willing to have some initiative in mm-hmm. the networking arena, but looking at where you are and who else is there and how they feel about it, it can't be one-sided, but it doesn't have to be Hollywood. Like, oh, ha, you know, the schmoozing, negative, oily, I want something from you. Mm -hmm. For me, it's more initiative and acknowledgement. I don't mind initiating the contact and I'm simply acknowledging that you're in the same space for a particular reason. And if you indicate through that connection that you're wanting to go further and exchange contact information, then that's great. Mm -hmm. But if you're in sales or you're an entrepreneur and your goal is to make those connections, then I'm going to be very intentional. So in addition to the initiation, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be intentional. Hi, Arlene, I heard that you wrote a book and you have a podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to be on more podcasts. What do I need to do to be considered as a guest on your podcast? Now, I actually happen to already know you, but if I were to find out that you had that in your wheelhouse and it's something that I have, here we go, behavior and focus, I have a goal to appear on more podcasts and I find out that there's some podcast producers in the room, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be intentional about who I initiate conversation with. So initiative and intentional is a part of the networking. You know what, I mean, just that going first, I think is a big deal. Um, and I know for, I'm guessing for you, like it's, it's like you're saying you do it so naturally that you may not, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's hard for you to do that. I know it's hard for some people to go first, but you just naturally are willing to go first. And I think for people that, um, uh, maybe are less comfortable making connections or relationships, that's also so appreciated. Like if someone comes up to me and I'm in an event and they go first, I'm like, hi, you know, I'm John and I'm at, I appreciate that. I don't think other people realize how much that's appreciated. Just somebody else being willing to just go first and making a contact with someone. Um, do you have like certain lines? Like, I don't want to say it lines, but do you have typical things you say when you start a conversation? Or um, when you said hello, I was like, I think I've heard you say that. Like, hello, I'm like, you know. <laughs> that, is, that is the line. Hello is the, the line. And, it, and it's less Hollywood. It's very authentic. And that is part of the acknowledgement. So if it goes yeah. no further, I'm not asking you for anything. Yeah. I haven't offered you anything other than acknowledgement that we're in the same space at the same time, obviously yeah. for the same reason. So if right. you have a professional networking group with a professional association, 
then you obviously have one thing in common. We're probably both human resource professionals. We probably both have Dallas HR memberships. Mm -hmm. And if you're at a networking event, I didn't drive you there. You drove yourself there. You registered and you walked in the room. So there is at least some semblance of possibility that you came to network. And I might be taking the load off of an introvert by saying, hello, because sometimes all they need is an opportunity Mm -hmm. because they're not good at initiating. But if I'm intentional and I say, hello, I've now acknowledged your presence and I've created the opportunity for you to reciprocate by sharing your information with me. Yeah. Just so authentic. I mean, just because it literally is that simple because I've, I've been with you at things and I've heard you say that, you know, hello. And it's like, (laughs) I'm D Maddox and, you know, and they might introduce themselves and then the conversation goes where it goes because it's two unique people making a connection. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think sometimes maybe we can overthink it, like overthink what that first, you know, first interaction has to be. But um, yeah, I kept thinking, knowing you're a movie buff as well. I kept thinking that about you had me at hello. And I feel like that's true. I feel like that's true being with you. Like people just so appreciate the genuineness of just, I just want to meet you. Like I just saying hello and want to meet you. And sometimes that's honestly enough. Yeah. And there are times when it can be too much and you can tell that a person has had a really long day that yes, they're there and they want to be there. But I mean, it's even happened to us, me personally, and I'm sure you too, Mm -hmm. you want to be somewhere, you muster up the energy to show up. But once you get there, uh, Seinfeld said about we, we spend all this time trying to be out. And as soon as we're out, we're figuring out how we can get back in. Yes. So now you're now you're there and you just want to not be there. And then you have someone like me coming up to say hello. Yeah. And so I can usually tell just based on context clues, body language response, mm-hmm. whether or not it's going to go even farther than it has or mm-hmm. whether it's a hard stop based on the response. And in that case, you can't force it to be something. And if you're around a group of extroverts and you're an introvert and you're kind of standing at the at the uh, outside of the perimeter of a big yeah. group of highly engaged individuals, I had a student, I was doing a mentoring class, uh, a student asked me, what do you do? And I said, all you have to do is like fire, is get close enough to a group of extroverts and let them see you hovering. And someone like me is going to see you out of the corner of their eye and they're going to say, hello? <laughs> hello exactly invite you into the circle and then you're in because there's a genuine desire for people who enjoy people to have even more people uh be a part of it if it's something you really don't but you do have to be mindful and respectful of people's energy and desire they may not have a desire to expand their network they may not be looking to actually network they may Mm -hmm. want to be seen you know how sometimes you have obligatory events you have to show up and be Mm -hmm. seen They Mm -hmm. just want to be seen. They don't want to interact. They don't want to exchange information. Uh, They just want to be seen and then they want to quietly escape. So Mm -hmm. keeping that in mind, but relationships is what businesses are built on, whether it's going to be a professional relationship, whether it's going to be a personal relationship, you never know when you're going to be planting a seed with an acknowledgement or hello. And then someone will say, I remember meeting you, or I remember that time you said, and I meet a lot of people and I've had people say, oh, hi, it's you. Remember me? And I don't always remember, but yeah. going on what Maya Angelou said to your point that someone wants that hello, obviously they remembered me and they remembered my hello to the mm-hmm. point that when they saw me again, they wanted to acknowledge I said hello to them and they, and they were excited yeah. to see me again. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I think just thinking about instead of I almost wish we didn't use the word networking, as you said that I was like, you're right, that it has its own connotation to it, that if you thought about it around just relationships and making mm-hmm. connection with other people, I think it feels different, you know, than feeling like, oh, I'm going to network. <laughs> that right, can, right, that right. can feel it can have a little connotation to it that just the friendliness, the relationship, the connection, not only work, but just life, you know, how like we get a chance to do life together. I think, oh my God, had we not met, you know, in that, the shoe store and that hair salon, like our girls not met, had one of us not said hello, Hello. connection, you know, how much I would be missing out of my life right now. So I think, yeah, there's some, there's some value in that work. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. Work is based on relationships. I feel like most of my business has been based on some relationship I formed at some point. And just life is just so much more enjoyable in relationship with other people. So yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, there's a quote that says that success uh, is opportunity dressed in overalls. So uh, like there is some work involved with making, yes. being intentional and using that initiation. But mm-hmm. those are the relationships or the seeds that are planted that you don't know what they're going to blossom into later. So I wouldn't guess that a chance meeting from someone that I saw and said hello to would then like, hi, did I see you here in this place before? And here you are again. And then taking that and then building on it and turning into a lifetime of a meaningful friendship. And then neither one of us having businesses at the time, opportunities to turn into, so there's a new term, friend tour, friends who mentor, sharing experiences and opportunities and referrals for whether it's headshots and makeup or uh, in your case, social media and marketing, you've given me advice in both those areas. So you don't know what you're going to get. And it's a risk that you have to take. Mm-hmm. And having that focus can change your behavior, because if it produces proofily, then you're likely to repeat the behavior. So we know, I mean, of course, Miss OD, uh, you understand that, that when you're getting the results that you want, then you're going to repeat that behavior. And so that literally like the prize box, yeah. saying hello, and acknowledging and initiating those connections has been very fruitful for me, which mm-hmm. being a glutton for more and more makes me willing to try it more often because mm-hmm. it's been so productive in the past. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. I'm glad you said, you probably said hello first. I don't, <laughs> I can't remember at this point, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad whoever did, I'm glad you did. Or, or maybe your yes. sweet baby. <laughs> oh yeah. I have also raised an extrovert. I have definitely raised an extrovert. One one overt extrovert and one undercover extrovert. (laughs) And I love them both. Yes. So yeah, somebody, I would not surprise me if it was one of you two. So yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your insights and ideas. Um, Okay. So before I let you go, I want to do three quick lightning round questions, which are designed to help people get to know you better just as a person. So first one is what was one thing that helped you kind of pivot into business ownership. You know, when you think about some of the things that you're doing today, what helped you kind of move into this space that you're in today? I would say the examples of people around me. So those relationships, mm-hmm. I had relationships with people who I had seen, uh, including you uh, and Kelly Johnson is another one. And Chanel Christoph Davis is a, is a third, just people who had successfully transitioned from corporate into entrepreneurship. So when I faced a challenge where I wasn't sure I wanted to continue where I was in my career, looking at that as an option was right in front of me. I had examples in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. That helped me immensely too. That still does help me immensely. Uh, okay. Uh, second, what is one thing you do consistently just to enjoy your life? 
So, you know, I'm a movie buff. I love movies. Uh, so I'm an avid reader of fiction, trash and professional development. But the thing I love the most is movies. So if I were going to write my own book, because I am an avid reader, it would be a book about movies. Oh, <laughs> I, lo- I, like I love this. to sneak away to to the latest release or even to rewatch my old favorites. Yeah. What's one of your favorites, old or new? Like what's what's one what of your favorites? Oh, you've got mail. Uh, it's about communication and relationship. Uh, you've got mail. It's an oldie, but a goodie. And I absolutely love you've got mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, uh, about the onset of, um, email and internet, but really about this, this relationship that was developing between two people. Yeah. I love that movie. F O X. Yes. (laughs) That is the, yeah, that's adorable. I love that movie too. Okay. And then what's one word of wisdom? If you don't know that reference, you got to go watch the movie, but (laughs) what's one word of wisdom or piece of advice that you live by? Don't apologize for being excellent. Mm. Excellence makes no excuses. It is not optional. Mm -mm. That's it. There's, there's no apology for being excellent. Yeah. Yeah. No one ever apologizes for being great. Right. Whether you have great hair, great makeup, great clothes, a great car, a great house to live in, it becomes something that others want to achieve because they see that greatness. So yeah. be the light, be the light of excellence. Just be your best self. Mm. No apologies for excellence. Demand it. It's not optional. Mm. I love that. And that you definitely live that and you are a good example of us for how to do that as well. Thank you all so much for joining today's episode. Part two of my conversation with D Maddox. You can find D online at DMX Consulting. Uh, you can find her at that address at Instagram or on LinkedIn. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, do that now on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps us tremendously in keeping the podcast going. And I hope you have a blessed day. I love you all. If no one has told you, I am so, so proud of you. You are doing a great job. I love hearing what you're doing, how you're growing, how you're blessing and encouraging those around you. So continue to reach out to me, continue to let me know how you're doing and how you're using the content that we talk about in these podcasts. And, you know, my last message is just don't get weary in well-doing. I know this time of year can feel like there's a lot and there's a lot going on, but I just encourage you don't get weary in well-doing for in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. I love you and be well. If you love this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You're also invited to join my private email group where just for joining, you will receive a checklist for getting your LinkedIn profile in top shape and a link to the first chapter of my book. Click join the crew in the show notes. I also invite you to visit my website where you can shop our t-shirt collection designed to help you fulfill your purpose, love your work, and enjoy your life. I have them all, wear one almost every episode, and know you will love them. Thanks so much for joining me on this journey. Let's go.